In this week's Complaint Corner, D&D, Sherlock Holmes, and some other shit. This is Critically Complained. Hi, I'm Adam, and this is Steve, and first we're going to talk about this uh, this D&D controversy. So I'm just going to say, before we get into this at all, that uh, I have played very little D&D, and I don't fully understand this. I only get this in kind of like the basics. So Steve, you are definitely much more of the expert on this. So all I know is that the owners of D&D are changing their open game license agreement, which basically allows other companies to use their like game formula. That's like, you know, like rolling for different shit. The D20 system. Yeah, okay, the D20 system, okay. Uh, They can use that formula to make their own games. Uh, And that's, like, they've had this open game license since Not just their own games, but content for the existing game. Oh, content for the existing game, too. Yes, it's perfectly illegal for you to just make your own additions to D... Not not addition, that's the wrong word, but uh, content for D&D. Add-on. Existing 5e content. You can just make up you know, new monsters or new whatever, and it, you can use the formula right. that they use for their stuff to make your stuff as long as you don't use any proper nouns that you're not supposed to. Like, they still own separate copyrights on, like, fucking Mind Flayer and Beholder and shit. You can't use those, but you can use the rules. Okay, got it. And But now they're changing that, or they might be changing it. I think that they announced it, and then they walked it back, didn't they? Yes, That's so what I here's believe. the skinny, okay. the, the, the quick and dirty version is that uh, they wanted to update the open games license from 1.0 to 1.1. It's basically been the same forever. You can pretty much just do whatever you want with 5th edition. You can make whatever you want, and as long as it's not infringing directly on their proper nouns, you're pretty much okay. Um, It doesn't cost you anything to use that formula or those rules, and you don't have to kick up anything to Wizards of the Coast or Hasbro to do it. Um... Some leaks came out of a possible change where it basically would have required you to have all these different sort of stipulations and rules and kick up a bunch of money up to wizards to use these uh, new or the, their rules going forward to make any third party stuff. Um, those rules were not technically announced. That ch- Those changes were not changed yet. It was leaked. Um, but... Okay people responded very poorly to it, as you can probably imagine, because being able to create stuff for this game about creativity has kind of been the backbone of this entire community, and people are really upset to see it go. I I don't mean to bash it, but I mean, like, the D&D community is incredibly, like, passionate. Uh, Like, even I, even I know that, and I I have a lot of respect for the D&D community. Uh, But they also can get a little bit prickly, uh, would you think that's fair to say? I mean, Steve? as much as any the, the, fan base can be, sure. There's that. There's definitely some yeah. gatekeeping that goes on in this game for sure. Um, yeah. Okay. I, people in general are tend to overreact to anything. So that not, is true. Not to say that that's and, exclusive to this fan base, but it's definitely present, like it is in all. I will definitely stipulate to that. Um, yeah. And I mean, uh, something I learned from my time in the Star Wars fandom is that the larger a fandom becomes, the worse people. Oh are. God, it's because it's, <laughs> it's, it's true. People are generally uh, the worst. Everything sucks. Um, yes. <laughs> but no, they, uh, they people responded poorly to this, and they let them know. And it's interesting because um, they hadn't announced the changes yet, but they did comment like, oh, don't worry, it's going to be okay. And they set, actually set up a announcement 
where they were supposed to tell people like about these changes officially, and they canceled it, and they pushed it back oh, because people have just okay. been so up their urethra about this that they just couldn't take it. They were like, nope, okay, we'll, we'll announce this at a later time. And uh, then uh, there was such a such a mass exodus from the D&D Beyond, the, the website slash app thingy that they sell people to you know keep all their content together. Um, there was such a mass exodus from that that they shut it down. They just, like, they'll Holy tell you it crashed. Hey, I, I think they just took all. it offline so people would stop leaving. But uh, wow, there was a huge mass exodus of people off that thing in retaliation for this nonsense. And they were like, oh, okay, now it makes a difference to us because now we've seen the numbers of people who are actually upset instead of just making angry tweets about it. Now there's a financial right. consequence. Yeah, as soon as yeah, as soon as it affects their bottom line, right? Then suddenly it's like, yeah, okay, exactly. we gotta fix this right now. Yeah, yeah um, of course. They um, oof. They, they then they came up with a softball apology, like, uh, oh well, I'm sorry everybody felt so poorly about this. You know, we were it was always our plan to get the players' feedback about these changes. We weren't gonna issue anything Bullshit. unless we asked you guys first. And we're sorry you nah. misunderstood. Fucking the most Mel Gibsoniest apology there ever was, and no fucking. Kidding. Uh, my favorite part, though, was this awesome quote where they're like, people are going to tell you that they won and we lost, but really, we all won. And it's like, man, you fucking cocksucking piece of shit. <laughs> That's got to be like one of the worst apologies I've ever heard. Yeah, of. it was like, it was a nothing apology. It was a more of a like, oh, I can't believe you guys God. are overreacting about this. I mean, we were obviously always going to do the right thing. I can't believe you didn't trust us to do the right thing was basically what it came down to. And, yeah. Um, okay. The the newly yeah, revised version blame, of this cuts out Jesus a lot of the Christ. things that people are upset about. Um, it doesn't take them all away, but it's gotten to a point where most people's lives will not be affected by it. And I guess that's all we can hope for these days with the the fucking suits making the decisions. Uh, it's interesting because we got a we got a little uh, a little peek inside the uh, little behind the curtain there because some employee from R and D um, sent out a letter. And it basically said that, uh, hey, all these people who are in charge of this don't actually like this game or you. Uh, they just like the money part. And the only thing they took notice yep. of was the fact that you all stopped paying for your D&D Beyond subscription. That's the only thing they cared about. And it's like, oh, I mean, I believe it. I just don't like it. So so that's pretty I, uncool. I don't, uh, I, I don't, not a fan of that, but it happens. Also, a lot of people were all up on... Uh, critical roles jock to make them say something about this and that's a lot of pressure for some guys that are like not technically even responsible for any of this like yeah people no, associate them like, with D&D because they are they're like the face of this company but they're technically not part of the company they're just sponsored by them yeah. and they came up with like this this nothing statement where it's like we we, we really want to appreciate people who make content and we, we do all these fucking it was a it was a nothing statement, but it was pretty much just a we want to say something, but we can't yeah. because we of have been corporate told we things. have to say something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it was a nothing statement, and but that's now fine. We are saying a thing. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and it was pretty much just drawing attention to the fact quota. that people are upset, and this is a game about creativity, and we support people who make creative projects and shit without ever actually like admonishing these people for anything or agreeing with them. It was just kind of like a people wanted us to say something and if we don't people are gonna get mad, so here we're saying something and then it was it was nothing. <laughs> now please but, love us again. Well yeah, it wasn't okay. even that because I don't think anybody's actually mad at these guys. They were just kinda hoping that they'd take our side and I think they're not allowed yeah. to because of like contract reasons. So I imagine they were just like So sorry do they, but do they work <laughs> 
do they work for Wizards of the Coast? No, they don't, eh, which is why it doesn't really matter. They they are sponsored. The show that they put on, Critical Role, is sponsored by D&D. Like, they say it all the time. Okay. But... I mean, they're just playing the game. So if they stopped being sponsored by D, well, actually, actually, if this thing did go through as intended, these guys would have suffered probably the most because there was some kind of clause in there. But if you make over a certain amount of money with the product, you have to kick up like all the overhead or something like that. It was a big number. Oh Jesus Christ! So like uh-huh. they would have definitely been in. So, uh, in yeah, it sounds like they definitely are happy that this didn't happen. Oh, I'm sure inside the they're all time. ecstatic that this didn't turn out this way. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, a lot of people are really upset at this game, and a lot of people have been quitting, because obviously because of the D&D Beyond thing. There's just people bailing out. And I think it's really cool that we can kind of bully companies into doing this. It's like it's like the Sonic movie thing, you know? You just got to yell at them enough, and eventually they'll yeah. cave. But um, I, That is something that I really think a big part of this is, like, social media. Not to, like, get too preachy about all this, but I really think that social media, for all of the the flaws uh, that come with social media. It really has given power to, like, normal people. Like, you know, if you can get enough people to band together and, like, universally say, no, this is not okay, like, companies have to hear you because uh, it affects mm, them. To you know a what degree. I mean? To a you degree, know, I agree. To a, Okay. Yes, because to a degree. You can get a whole bunch of people pissed off and saying things. It's really easy to type complaints from across a keyboard, but that doesn't mean they're not going to do anything. Like... The, what actually changed their yeah. mind was using your wallet. That's the only way these people hear you. Um, it's this new lady that, that Hasbro put in charge of Wizards. She she seems to really want to shake things up, and uh, she's doing a bad job, it seems. I don't know if it's all her fault, but mm-hmm. she is the change that happened, so I'm going to blame her. Um, it's really interesting, though, because where I work, we actually sell D&D stuff. And we had a guy come in the other day who sold us, like, eight or nine D&D books. I think he was getting out of 5e, which is really interesting to see it happen in my life. Just, like watching oh, people yeah. like, actively like, oh, hey, abandoning this, is, this house. This is actually do- happening. I can yeah. see it now. Yeah, that's, that's Also, I, I like sold that. some uh, some 3.5 books a little after that, which is very interesting because people are really diehard about 3.5, people who do play it, but like, it's not exactly the common, uh, the modern version or anything. But it mm. is the version of the game that is compatible with Pathfinder, the com- major competitor to D&D. So I think it's interesting that, I uh, played a game of Pathfinder years ago. Yes, uh, that's, that's Pathfinder uh, 1, though. That. Pathfinder 2 is not compatible with those things because it's different rules. But I think it's really interesting okay. that they got that one because either that guy wants to roll back and play 3.5, which has a huge catalog of old stuff that will not be affected by this, or he's just trying keep making the jump to Pathfinder, which I think is awesome because uh, as soon as the, all this controversy started up, uh, Pathfinder basically came out and said, hey, we're not doing any of that shit. Come join us over here in the winter circle. <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, check us out. It's basically the same thing. I mean, it's not, but it's it not really kind at of all. Is. But it's close. It's really funny that they fucking were like, hey, uh, we're not going to do any of that to you. Come on, come on by, you know. And uh, a couple yeah, other guys, hilarious. including the Kobold Press, who is a really big third-party content creator for D and um, they came out and said, we're just going to make our own game system. So <laughs> that's what's up now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, God. And it's like, Damn. Yeah, so this didn't go well for Wizards no, of the Coast did not. at all. It did not go well for them. This <laughs> and is they actually, didn't even yeah. announce it. This was just a leak of what they yep. were going to do. Yep. And, yep. Yep. Wow. Yep. 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 Well, I think that's Hot actually that's the only thing that worked in their favor is that this was a leak. Because if this happened and this thing like rolled out officially, they'd already be sunk. This, o- this gives them a chance to not do it. And that's the only thing that I think is going to save them in the long run here. Because while some people Damn. definitely stay, they're going to take a huge hit. And this is not like, I don't, it's, 
while it's a financially successful product, because it has been for a long time now, um, they're right in, in their assessment that most people who play this game don't actually buy anything for it. Because most people who play right. D&D are players, and most players don't actually buy any product. You don't need the books if you're the player, and you don't need the minis if you're the player. So, in a group of five people, because four players and one DM, only 20% of their customers actually buy things from them. You know? Like... Yeah, no, that that I understand their frustration, but... (laughs) From their perspective, I understand why they would want to try to, like... uh, I I know there's a word, but try to get more money. Like, I get why they would want to try to get more money. Uh, Because, yeah, like, they're probably as popular as D&D is. Like, they're probably not making that much. See, but this is where shit like D&D Beyond comes into play, because you have to pay to use that. I mean, not pay to use it, Mm. but pay to use it properly. Like... Otherwise, you only get the free version of the rules, and that's basically nothing. So if you want to have access to, like, the digital character versions or character sheet options that actually matter to you, or, like, want to buy a digital book for your for D&D Beyond or whatever, that's where the money should be for these guys. That's where the players hang out. So if they want to get money out of these people, just do shit with that. You know, that, that was the answer. Uh, the going too far version of that is turning D&D into a subscription service which I uh, do generally, genuinely worry that they're going to consider because if they can't make money this way, they got to find a way to do it some other way. And uh, assuming this lady doesn't get fired oh, for yeah. this S9 decision, I am very concerned that the next step is like what Adobe turned into where they don't sell you a product anymore. They sell you a pass oh. to, v- to play with that don't product. Even fucking, don't even fucking talk to me about Adobe. I'm still mad at that shit. Like fucking, it's insane how expensive Adobe is. It's yes. just absolutely bonkers. I still use, I mean, I allegedly, uh, <laughs> I allegedly still use your login. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. Uh, th- I know. Which is not provable in court. Everything I say in this podcast might be a joke, just to make that very <laughs> clear to everybody. Nothing is, nothing. I said nothing. <laughs> cool, because I don't remember what my login uh, is, so I couldn't give it to you oh, if good. I wanted to. Oh, great. Uh yeah, I fucking... Uh, <laughs> yes, well, anyway, uh, that's what's going on with them right now. Money, and it's just a huge money, money, fucking money, money, clusterfuck. Money. And it's upsetting to see because I love this game. It's the greatest game of all time. And it makes me really upset when fucking suits try to ruin it. I mean... Like, if, they were already making so much shit. Do you, you know how could, much money I've given D&D play, over the last few years? <laughs> I mean, you could still play the game, can't you? Yes, I you mean, can. Like the, but that means there won't be any new stuff coming out for it. And there won't be any third-party yeah. stuff to fill the gaps because of this stupid agreement. So, like, if these things went through as intended, they would have decimated their own game. I mean, on the plus side, if that were to have happened, the value of the shit that you bought would probably go up, No, it wouldn't. It would plummet. It would plummet? If the game is dead, no one wants the pieces. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, they would have to... mm. Do you know how many car payments worth of plastic dragons I have? (laughs) <laughs> i really would i'm scared to know i i want to know how many car payments i have no know? idea you, oh okay i'm just checking <laughs> like i'm trying i'm struggling to oh, think right now. i was i was actually trying to like give you a softball guess but i can't even think of them all right now oh God, i'd have to run through is, the list yeah, of pieces and check them all off and be like okay oh, so that's about Steve, that much me, man well there's another problem I, uh, is that the cost is not consistent because uh the price has gone up for these over the years 
after after COVID ruined production, uh, they started tacking on, right. you know, like right. 20, 30 percent more money on these things. So and they never went back down again. I don't know if production's been fixed yet, but if it has, Man. they didn't tell us. My my steelbooks have been going up like crazy. Like steelbooks are like it's like a full like ten ish dollars, maybe twelve dollars higher than it was like What's three years ago. What's the average steelbook like, cost? Uh, Does it vary from be. product to product? It uh it can sometimes vary, but well, it, I mean lately it's been varying. Used to be mm-hmm. that it was like. 30 bucks, mm-hmm. 32 bucks for a steel book. Now it's gone up. I, like the one I just bought was like, it was like $42 for mm. this fucking steel book. Nice. Uh, and I have to get it. I have a complete goddamn uh, MCU collection in steel book form. I can't stop now. Oh, no, I get uh, you, dude. I get it. I get it. <laughs> like, I'm basically so without. God. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna launch into this. This is a this is a change of topic from uh fucking uh D and D. But like so with I don't want to get into specifics at all. Uh but my financial situation in the mo- at the moment is complicated. Uh, I recently got a new job, uh which I just started today, uh and I'm very excited about it, but it is I'm making less money than I was before. Uh, I am now, I am paying more money, uh, for, like, insurance than <laughs> oh, I was Oh, yeah, before. they got you, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I, I have a different, like, part-time job, uh, that I'm not gonna, again, I'm not gonna go into details about, but, uh, You can that, say birthday clown, it's fine. <laughs> it's not that. Uh, okay. but I have a different part-time job that, uh, work has been slowing down significantly there, uh megan uh my wife she is going to she's switching to part-time uh instead of full-time uh and is going to be going to school again i'm not going to say what it's about because it's none of your guys's fucking business i mean i i would tell you steve just not when we're oh, okay. recording if you want to know sure you tell me uh, right now it's whatever yeah, I, I'm not going to tell you right now because oh, okay. I don't like to spread personal information on the internet, like mm. just like shit like that. Like okay. it's, it's it's you guys, you the listeners at home are entitled to know about my my feelings about D and D and my feelings about Rick and Morty and all that shit. But <laughs> I'm not going to tell you about like the rest of my life. Like you don't need to know that. Not yeah. Your business. So what if he's a bar mitzvah clown? uh but uh so yeah my i'm i'm making less money my part-time job is slowed down significantly uh my and megan is uh going to be making less money for like the next eight months or so Mm. uh and uh and uh she's going to be going to school which costs money uh, like we're get, we're gonna be we have to dip into our savings for all this stuff. Like I, today, I was at home uh, for a bit watching TV, and all the lights were off in my home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I, I have absolutely in, been there. Uh, in college, I was we, sitting uh, in complete darkness. Yeah, in college, uh, uh, we had a insanely high electric bill one year, uh, one month. So we just went around and unplugged everything and just lived our yeah. lives like cavemen for a while. Uh, it turns out <laughs> though, the problem was like, not that we were not using too much electricity it was that my roommate forgot to pay the electricity bill for three months oh yeah that makes sense yeah that's not that explained problem. why it was so high <laughs> yes yes okay wow so that was hilarious. that was a different that was a different problem <laughs> but i understand what you mean yeah it's like it's fine like megan and i like we we have money saved up uh and like and well okay here's what you do support me i can i, I can it, help but... you with this problem right now do you have a car yeah okay perfect what you're going to want to do is you want to go to a dealership Find a nice car. 
then you're going to go to a bank, so you want to get a loan for that car. Get the loan, oh my God. don't buy a car, then spend that money on school. You can't default on a school loan, but you can on a car loan. Then you declare bankruptcy, they can't take your money, and you just move. <laughs> wow. I am absolutely not going to do that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, that is going to fuck. Wait, Megan and I, we have great credit. Like, we got... Oh, we got, well, you want to like, trade that in for some money? Uh, no. <laughs> What's your no, credit score? Like, we have money. We'll be fine. It's just like we're we're what we're calling we're calling it. This is challenge mode. Mm. This is challenge mode of our lives right Got now. Got it. Uh, and like we just like like we we're not spending. We're not going out to eat anymore. Like we're like I, we. I did like this. I got like an Excel spreadsheet today, and I was like doing the budget. Whoa, you can and, afford like, Excel. Shit. Uh, <laughs> yes, actually. It's like I make enough money, uh, or like I've been used to having enough money for such a long time that I have all of these nice things, mm -hmm. but it's like suddenly I have to like, I'm like, oh, I also canceled like the only, uh, the only subscription service that I'm going to be using or paying for from now on is Disney Plus. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that means you're going to miss I'm out on HBO. Paying for. That is true. How are you going to watch The Last of Us? I know, Steve. I fucking know. Yes, The Last of Us is coming out, and oh, I, I, I already saw think, the first episode. Oh, I have not. Uh, I I do think that I'll be. I could watch the first episode before my subscription expires. Mm. They do a really good uh, job of but, making Pedro Pascal look old. That's good. I mean, he is pretty old. He's fifty-five. Like, he's that's why like, he doesn't crouch in the show. They talked about that. They're asking why Joel doesn't crouch behind corners so much, and Pedro Pascal can only crouch for like three minutes. Oh, he's an really? old man. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's really funny. I didn't know that. Uh, I mean, that's fine. He doesn't need to be crouching mm -hmm. all the time. I feel like that's not necessary. Uh, oh, I remembered. Um, my adult that? blue shadow dragon that I bought last week was $100. Holy shit, Steve. See, like, shit like that. Like, I got one steelbook, and I felt so guilty about it. Like, my stupid Black Panther Wakanda Forever steelbook. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm not fucking nice. buying any more. I'm not buying shit for, like, steelbooks. Well, okay, like, but that's nothing. practical, though, because you can cook your beans in that. <laughs> oh, God. Over a trash can. I could, can. I suppose. I'd ruin the fucking steelbook, but I could do that. Well, yeah, oh, but, you God. know, worse comes to worse. And you, can eat, and you can eat your shoes. Do you have leather shoes? Uh, I do not have oh, leather okay. shoes. Okay, don't eat your no. shoes then. <laughs> ah, it just sucks, Steve. So yeah, my like humble opinions for the next chunk of time is just going to be like old games that I never got around <laughs> to playing. <laughs> How to like, play free games? Like, so you want to talk about Heli Attack Three on FreeGames.com? Yeah, yes, that's exactly correct. Yeah, so, so yeah, the, the doing this show for the next like six months or so is going to be very interesting for me. Uh, <laughs> sorry right. that I kind of went on a tangent about my financial woes. No, that's okay. I'm I, pretty I much to done. Get it, off it, was, my chest. it was just talking about how how annoying this is and how uh, like I'm glad they rolled back on it, but it almost makes it worse. Uh, yeah, I, I feel bad. I, I kind of feel bad for Wizards of the Coast. Oh, don't like, feel bad for that, Wizards like, of the Coast. Don't feel bad for them. Okay. No, no, no. I'm not. Don't feel I, bad for don't Hasbro. Feel bad for don't feel All bad right. for Wizards. Don't feel bad for, for anybody in the production people. Just feel bad for the employees that have to deal with it and feel bad for us because we have to deal with it. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to our next piece of news. Uh, and that is, uh, 
this is this is not funny. It, it, it is it is funny, but like it shouldn't be. Like it's okay. We're just gonna we're just gonna talk about it. Uh, so Rick and Morty co-creator Justin Roiland uh, has been charged with domestic battery and false imprisonment. Apparently, he uh, well beat uh, and also like uh, imprisoned. Uh, one of his exes, I think it was his ex-wife, but I don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. Um, I'd have to look it up and I don't really want to right now. Uh, but one of his exes, uh, and this was like, I believe it was in like March or something of, it was during the pandemic, like the early days of pan of the pandemic in March of 2020 mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, but now he just got charged with these charges. Uh, and I don't know, it, it, is it? Is it weird that this doesn't surprise me at all? Like, of course, the guy who voices Rick. Oh, yeah, because he also he does like most of the voices for Rick and Morty. Uh, like, I think he voices Rick and Morty, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong about that. Uh, that I don't know who up. he voices specifically, but yes, he definitely does the uh, the Simpsons and Family Guy thing where he's like 60% of the cast in any given scene. Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, he does. He does voice uh, Rick. <laughs> uh, so I mean, I don't know that uh, it shouldn't know. surprise just... you on account of most people are trash, but it is ironic that uh, is just, Rick is such a piece of know, shit. Just, yeah, Rick is such a piece of shit, and so I, I just think it's funny. I, I, it's not funny. Like I, I, it, I know it's not actually funny. Like I don't want to be weird. Like this is this, this some person, some person. I'm gonna say a woman, but I don't actually know know for sure. But some person got abused by this man. Uh, I, I guess I should say allegedly, but it he was charged, so whatever. That makes it official. Uh, but some person, some person was abused by this man, and it's not. That's not funny. It's not funny, but. <laughs> It is funny, the character that he plays on TV. <laughs> right. Like that's, it's funny that it was that guy who was doing that, and like, like that's, it's, it's fucked up. It's fucked up, but you gotta laugh a little bit anyway. Who do you think uh, of the Rick and Morty pretenders will be next to seize the throne after uh, Rick and Morty disappears? Oh, like of like the new, all the new fucking shows. Or, I mean, right? Because everybody's know trying to fucking dick ride Rick and Morty and steal their formula, that. right? So like. As soon right. as the king falls, who next seizes the throne? That's interesting. I th honestly, I think it's uh, it's going to be someone new, someone we like, some show or whatever that like we haven't even fucking heard of yet. Uh, and they, that person, whoever it is, uh, it's going to go just as poorly for them as it went for Justin Roiland mm. and also uh, the D and D guys. Not not actually well. <laughs> the the ones that we were talking about, but also the like they're called D and D. The two people who worked on Game of Thrones, like they are now like absolutely despised uh, by the community. Like oh the uh, the writer ones, the yeah the two writers yeah, 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 of yeah, yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones, like they're fucking hated now. Uh, Taika Waititi is now uh, on his like on his way down. George Lucas is now post the hatred and now everyone just see sees him as the as the the goofy grandpa yeah he's uh, a doddering old man now no one no one takes him yeah, seriously you just treat him like he's got dementia <laughs> yeah basically he's but like, it's well, it is fascinating more cgi like, in the background why, it's like oh you got it grandpa <laughs> why do nerds worship creators and then immediately like turn on them within like about 10 years like without fail, that uh, happens. Like because you either die here or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. 
I mean, I guess. It's just like, why are we worshipping the... Like, they're just people who made a thing that you like, Right, but I then assume. those people falsely associate that person with that thing, and if that person or that thing, uh, either one, poorly reflects the other, then they immediately feel betrayed. You know, like when George Lucas yeah. makes Star Wars and everyone likes Star Wars, and then he tries to make the prequels, and everyone goes, why do we ever let you touch this? Yeah, and then and then later on, the people who uh, were children when the prequels were made are now doing the exact same thing to Disney now, where they're like, "How could you? Like, this was my thing, mm -hmm. and you took it from me, and you made made the main character a woman. You can't do that. Not an like, icky girl. Ooh. Yeah, no, no." <laughs> And it's gonna happen again. It's just fan Black bases Storm are troopers. Fan bases are so interesting to me. Like I want to understand why people are the way that they are. Why would you want to understand <sighs> that? Why would you want to dedicate I, any just, brain cells to that? I don't know. I because I'm sick in the head. I guess. Man. I guess so. I, I don't. I don't know. Well, here's the skinny, uh, Adam. Anyway. Here's, here's, here's how you understand it. People are gross and sick. And they yeah. group, form groups of like-minded people so they can hear their own words reflected back at them. And when things challenge that, they get scared. Yep. There you yep. go. I that that makes sense. I diagnosed them sense, for Steve. you. <laughs> it's called oh, being a trash God. person. It's called being a trash person. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Echo chambers are a cool thing. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Justin Roiland, uh, turns out, surprise, surprise, is a piece of shit. Rick Sanchez is a piece of shit. <laughs> like, go fucking figure. Yeah, not, not to I be do like, wonder, um, do you... a fucking ball licker or anything, but I feel like people really, uh, really idolize Rick, and I think the point of the show is you're not supposed to idolize Rick, and... Yeah, no, definitely people not. People really, really like Rick, and it's fascinating you know, that this is the kind so, of guy that writes this... So you'd think people would be all over that, but they're not. So lately, lately I've been I've been rewatching uh, Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm nearly done now. I'm like midway through season five. Uh, so like I'm I'm very close to the end. And I will always find it fascinating that people like worship like hero worship Walter. Like Walter is the villain of this story. Yeah, he's the like, guy the, who the, knocks. The, I remember. Yeah, the, yeah, the man who knocks. But like he's. Not you're not supposed to like him. You're supposed to watch what you believe to be a decent person slowly succumb to pride and greed. Right, over that's the why we have five uh, seasons. The other guy, J uh, J Jimmy, Johnny, Jesse, Jason, Jesse, that one. Jesse, Jesse. Yeah. yeah, the other version of that. Yeah, the one who like becomes better as time goes on yep. and like grows a conscience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes, absolutely, and like. But I still see people who are like, you know, get their get their titties twisted over like, you know, say my name. You're goddamn right. And like, don't get me wrong. It's a good line. Like it is. It's a good line. Uh, like he's, you know, he's a he's a cool character, but he's not a good character. And you were definitely not meant to be on his side. Right. Like by the end of the series. Like it's just it's so interesting to me. I also think it's I also think you're it's meant to empathize, not sympathize. Uh, yes, yes, exactly. I also think it's fascinating, uh, how much hatred, uh, his wife got, uh, Skyler, uh, got, uh, from fan, mm -hmm. from the fans of the show. Like, everyone hated Skyler. I mean, I hate and Skyler, too. really, you hate Skyler? She's just really annoying. Why? She's such a naysayer. 
I mean, she is a naysayer because that's the fucking point. I know, like, but she's such a bummer. What he's doing is wrong. I know, but <laughs> like, she's such the... a bummer. <laughs> I I know that. Like I I yeah. Like uh, Megan and I have been have been talking because we were watching we we're watching Breaking Bad together, uh, and we've been talking a lot about Skyler and Walt and like the. I just, I just I have to say, though, as cool as Breaking Bad was, as good as Breaking Bad was, I can't take him seriously with that fucking pork pie hat. <laughs> I'm sorry, a pork pie I, is not a menacing hat. I'm sorry. I, I That's the hat know. the Undertaker I, I like wears he, in the WWE. He's able to make it work. I think he's able to make it work, in my opinion. I, I, like, I, I do. I, I like guess the hat. more than other hats, like if he wore like one of those fucking deer stalkers or something, he obviously would not be menacing in any way, but... I don't know. Maybe no hat would have been good. Nah, he needed to have the hat. Did he need the hat, though? Yeah. Did he? I, I, I think he needed the hat. You needed, I mean, from, like, a storytelling perspective, you needed to have, like, a visual indication of, like, his turn. Yes, you know I know there I mean? was a costume element that switches from Hyde to Jekyll. I get it, but, like... Yeah. Mm. So, like, eh. they needed to give him some some s- sort of piece of clothing or whatever on his, like, face to show that he's that he's different now. And the best way to do that, really, is to uh, change the hair and to change the hat. And they did both. <laughs> and I true. feel like just uh, well, the bald yeah, head. Yeah, I guess. I guess the bald head was the most obvious change. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. All right, I'll stipulate that. Um, That's fine, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it could have anyway, been, uh, like... A tie or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess it could have been a tie, but I like that it was it was a shaved head, a hat, and a goatee. You know, to really make it, you know, be like, look at he's evil Walter now. Like, it, it, yes, it works, he put on right? his fucking evil monocle and mustache. <laughs> but like, it still worked. Like he didn't look like uh, like a cartoon villain. You know, like he didn't no, look like no, fucking Doctor Evil. I guess. It works. It looks it better works. in his little, like, doodle version that they were using than it, it does on actual. Yeah, event. it totally does work better in the doodle version. You're completely right. Uh, anyway, so the moral of the story is fuck Justin Roiland. All right. Oh, so we're yeah. Moving on yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we were talking about. <laughs> uh, our next piece of news uh, is that... Uh, all of the uh, Sherlock Holmes uh, novels or collections, whatever, all of the Sherlock Holmes stories... The Adventures of Sherlock Sir Holmes. Arthur, Registered the Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, uh, yes, uh, written by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, uh, are now uh, officially in the public domain. That just happened like uh, like last week or maybe two weeks ago. Uh, what that means going forward, because uh, what some people don't seem to understand is that Sherlock Holmes was already in the public domain and had been for a long time, but only the very early works of Sherlock Holmes by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle were in the public domain. Which meant that people could only adapt, like, the first set of novels. And that is when Sherlock is a uh, manipulative, egomaniac douchebag who's addicted to... What is it? What is it? Not cocaine. It's something... Vicodin? No, that's... It definitely that's, wasn't Vicodin. He's a, he's an, it wasn't Vicodin. I'm trying to remember what the hell his his addiction was. Uh, he ha- He was addicted to something. I just can't remember what it was I right can't now. remember either, matter. actually. Uh, but, uh, Sherlock is, like, early on is an addict, he's an asshole, he's a genius, but he also just treats everybody around him like shit. Uh, and, like, 
he goes on a character arc throughout the novels and like kind of mellows out a bit, gets a more of a handle on his addiction, starts to treat Watson better and starts to treat people in general better, starts to become a, a more genuinely happy person, you know, in, in a fitting, uh, you know, satisfying character arc. Uh, the problem with this is that that part of his character development was not public domain, only the early part where he's a dick. So that's why in like every adaptation of Sherlock Holmes that you've like basically ever seen over the last 50 years, Sherlock is always an asshole because there are limits to what they can get. Like, you know, sometimes creators would try to like push the boundaries and like, and like allow him to, you know, grow and develop as a person. But there were limits to that. Like, I, I remember distinctly, I remember reading a news article about how uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's estate said no to, uh, it, what is his name? Uh, Henry Cavill in um, Enola Holmes, which I've not seen. But I apparently Henry Cavill, is. it's a, it's a, like, a movie on Netflix. It stars the girl from, it stars Eleven from Stranger Things, oh. and she plays, like, Sherlock Holmes' oh, cousin. Oh, fuck! I do kind of remember that. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Uh, maybe I will watch it. I assume that was one of the things <laughs> the internet was going to destroy, because it had a woman in it. Uh, oh, yeah, they tried, but okay. it didn't quite work Got out it. for them. Because, uh, uh, what's-her-face, Millie Bobby Brown still has, like, you know, some brownie points. She hasn't gone, you like, mean Millie Bobby brownie Cyrus. Points? Yeah, Millie Bobby Brownie points, exactly, yeah. Uh, she still has points with the nerds, and she's at, like, the peak. Uh, not to not to make this too weird, and I don't want to go de- too deep down this rabbit hole, but she's at the peak of her, like... Go on, say it. The, the creepy sexual attractiveness that people... It, mm. She's at her Emma Watson level ah, of, like... Mm. Of, like, everyone is, like, oh, because she, like, she turned, I think she's, like, 19. So she mm-hmm. just turned 18. Mm-hmm. She was a child star and a hugely popular thing. And so it's, People like, just ah, fucking everyone loves down her. the days because, until it was okay to say it like they were with Billie Eilish? Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, everyone loves her because, you know, it, it, they want to, because they, because they want to fuck her. Okay? That's, that's why. And it, it's, it's fucked up that that's take. why, but that's why. Uh... So the what I'm saying is the the douchebags who hate women they're still on the masturbating phase uh, mm, of mm-hmm. of their relationship with Millie Bobby Brown. Give it a few years. God, uh, you know once once the luster starts to fade, once they get that post nut clarity. <laughs> luster. Uh, <laughs> Oh God! Uh, once once things start to change, and suddenly, oh, or if she says anything that can remotely be construed as feminist, uh, then suddenly everyone's gonna start hating her. And to be clear here, I'm not condoning that behavior. I think she seems like a lovely person, and I do not. I'm not one of those, or at least I fucking try not to be. Uh, but it, it, it's gonna happen. This is just how the internet works, or how the shitty fucking parts of the internet works. And I'm sorry for everyone who has to has to deal with it in any capacity. Hmm. People suck. Uh, True. Especially sad men who sit at home alone on their computers. Hi! Yeah, I was just gonna <laughs> say, I'm feeling pretty fucking attacked right here. <laughs> anyway that's that's not what i wanted to talk about what i wanted to talk about was fucking sherlock holmes got it sherlock holmes now uh future adaptations of sherlock holmes will actually allow him to smile that's what i was trying to say about enola holmes is that uh sir arthur conan doyle's estate said that uh that henry cavill's 
Sherlock couldn't smile. Uh, because oh, smiling Sherlock is a, apparently a copyrighted thing, or at least it mm. used to be. Oh, okay. Like, it, Sherlock's not, right. meant, not allowed, wasn't, for a long time, Sherlock Holmes was not allowed to be happy, and he was not allowed to be nice to anybody. Uh, but now that has changed, and we could actually have a more mellowed out Sherlock Holmes, uh, in the future. Which I like. Like, good. Like, actually let Sherlock, you know, mature as a character over time. Like, um, that's, that so, sounds good. So, two things on this. One, sure. I'm confused by the timing breakup here. Like, is the old stuff just old enough that it? It's fell, old. That's, that's it's what so it is. Old yeah, it fell it's in old first. enough okay. now that they're in public right. domain. Got yeah. it. Okay. And number two, I strongly disagree. You, um, you disagree. You prefer to have Sherlock be an asshole. Uh, yes. Not necessarily an asshole, but I don't care so much that we weren't allowed to make him smile so much as I don't feel that that's necessary. Like, I don't care if the guy smiles, that's okay. whatever, but Sherlock Holmes is a character, yes, in the same way Robin Hood is a character. What you do is you take the guy with the name and the free cast of characters and the free setting, <laughs> and you just kind of yeah. write a story to fill in the pieces that aren't already there. Like, yeah, Robin no, Hood I, is a person and has a name and a vague goal in mind, but you could pretty yeah, much just like fill Luke the cracks with anything you want. Yeah. And that's kind of what yeah. I want Sherlock to be for. I don't really want him to grow as a person. Like, I understand the canonical character probably did, but, like, I don't feel it's necessary to, mean, like, grow the new well, so, version. I, I'm not saying that... Okay, what I'm saying is that, like, future adaptations, like, you can have your, like, you know... Because that's, that's the whole point of Sherlock, is he's a flawed genius uh, who you can have... Oh, it was cocaine, by the way. I looked it up. Cocaine! Oh my god, I can't believe I didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can have, like, Sherlock is a flawed genius. That's like the character archetype, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and you can do that, and people have been doing that for freaking decades. Uh, but if you, you would either have him die as, as the bitter loner genius that he uh, is forced to be, or you kind of just have to sort of stagnate his development. That that's why, like, like uh, Sherlock Holmes stories rarely have like long Sherlock Holmes stories. I'm talking like Sherlock, mm -hmm. right? Uh, or other adaptations where it's like a where it's like a multi season or a multi movie thing. Mm -hmm. uh, the endings are almost always worse. Like every time it gets worse it gets worse as time goes on like the the stories are not as good and that's because they couldn't adapt the stories that developed his character into something a little bit more nuanced and a little bit less you know like they allowed him to grow i'm not saying that like every adaptation of sherlock holmes going forward should have sherlock be a super nice person who uh, has a firm handle on his addiction. I'm just saying that now storytellers have the option to take the character that direction if they want to without being shackled by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's estate who were being assholes for all these years. Mm. That's what I'm trying to well, say. Well, I'll agree with Does that. That makes, that makes sense to me. I suppose that's fine. Uh, personally, I'd prefer they actually focus less on Sherlock and more on the mystery because that's the fun part. That's fair. But, that's fair. you know, I... Like, you could just treat this shit like Scooby-Doo for all I care. You know, you just have him show up at a place and eyeball something and fucking... You ever seen Psych? You want to just make it Psych? That's fine. I love Psych. So, fun... Uh, you know, it's funny that you say that. So, uh, going forward, the only... I'm only going to have three streaming services. Uh, I'm going to have uh, Disney Plus, 
uh, Netflix, mm-hmm. and Amazon Prime. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm never going to get rid of Amazon Prime because I mostly just use it for the free shipping. Sure. Uh, and uh, but Psych, Psych, the whole fucking show is on Amazon Prime. That so is correct. So I'm going to start watching more of that shit. <laughs> My sister's I'll tell been you what. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Uh, but yeah, uh, I love Psych. Psych is a great show. Uh, and yeah, if I would love it if uh, future Sherlock adaptations just had him like like focus on the mysteries and just had him show up places and notice things. And yeah, I mean that's the fun the part, like him figuring out the yeah. mysteries. The fun part as much as as cool as cocaine is, and cocaine's really cool. Don't get me wrong, Sherlock Holmes <laughs> is my hero, and he made me want to try cocaine for the first time. But like Jesus Christ, okay, I don't, I don't try cocaine, kids. I'm not the, but, uh, actually. It, if you're if there if there are children listening to this, like. Fucking stop. I clicked the box that says mature audiences. I don't know why they're here. <laughs> go to bed. <laughs> yeah, go to bed. Like, just, like, we're just a bunch of, we're yeah. just too What do you think this is? Men. Fucking Adult Swim? Get out of here. <laughs> All right, uh, anyway. No, but I, um, I, I understand the benefit that this might uh, uh, allow some story writers, I guess. But personally, uh, I liked him better when he was just sort of a goofball detective guy and... Yeah, real Sherlock Holmes is not so much a goofball as he is, like, a dick, but you could do whatever you want with it. I mean, they turned Robin Hood into a fox, so you can do whatever you want with the characters in vague-ass settings like this. Or fucking King Arthur, you know, any of those. Actually, England produces an awful lot of settings and characters with no story, don't they? Sure. Yeah, they, we they should really say do. thank I you mean, to them for all of those. I uh, think the, like a lot of like those classic stories that are so well beloved. Uh, the reason they're so well beloved is because a bunch of white people a long time ago decided to love the stories with all the white people in them. I mean, I mean, if we, we want to, I guess that's fair. <laughs> but nobody's out here well, remaking I, Gilgamesh, so that's true. I suppose that's a fair point. Fair point. All right. All right. <laughs> Sorry, King Arthur's cool. Sorry, his uh, fucking weird Knights of the Round Table turned out to be more interesting than that guy. And that Robin Hood basically started an entire generation of furries. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's No, I mean, you're, you're, it's Robin Hood, Robin Hood, and Space Jam. Those are the two. Robin Hood and uh, Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> what do they have in common? Uh, <laughs> hmm. mm-hmm. I wonder. Oh, my God. <laughs> awkward questions <laughs> okay yeah we're gonna move on now uh do you have anything more to say about this sherlock holmes thing steve uh no but i am now singing uh singing oodle in my head so thank you for that great great wonderful uh all right so our next piece of news this is something that's uh, it's it's a special treat steve it's a special treat special treat when you and i yeah just just uh bear with me uh, it's a special treat when you and I get to hate something together. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the standard formula for this show is me being positive, you being negative, rinse and repeat until the end of time. I've been there. Uh, yep. uh, which is, you know, it's fun. Uh, but it is, there's something uh, for me, for on a very personal level, it's... It's fun for me when I get to just hate on something and just join join the hate train. I don't like to do it very often, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, you like to sample I, I the like vial to approach. Sure. It, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I like to approach everything from the standpoint of I want to like this thing. Uh, you know, but there are sometimes there there are moments where I have to just throw that out the fucking window and just just let the hate flow. And sure. it's cathartic, and it feels good, and I'm so I'm excited to do this. You'd rather so, laugh with uh, the sinners than cry with the saints. I get it. 
Exactly, exactly. You understand. I love that song, by the way. <laughs> sure. Um, sure. <laughs> you want to know why I love that song, why? Steve? Fucking, fucking glee. That's why I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No one's ever said that to me before. <laughs> Yeah, hey, that's it's just the truth. Uh, So uh, in the interest of talking about something we can both just rag on, and that's always fun, uh, uh, The Walking Dead, uh, which I I honestly cannot believe is still on air. Like, it, it blows my mind. Like, I saw the writing on the wall for Walking Dead in season four. And I stopped watching. And that was one of the best decisions I ever made. Like, I am so glad that I did not stick with that show any longer. But I do, I've been, I check in on it. I'll look at the subreddit and watch the people bitch and moan and laugh to myself. Uh, But uh, The Walking Dead, uh, AMC just announced that uh, it is getting not one, not two, but three whole ass spinoffs. Now, this is an addition to the, I believe, two or maybe three already spinoffs that they've already made slash announced. Like, I think there's there's The Walking Dead, yep. obviously, mm-hmm. uh, which is about to end. They're finally ending the show, I think, on like season well, nine sure, or something. Well, sure, rip pieces and parts and turn them into these other shows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but that shows it's fine. The main show is finally about to end. Uh, and then there's Fear the Walking Dead, which I, I cannot believe that that was the name they decided to go with. Are you serious? <laughs> I you know. Spin off is Fear the Walking Dead. You just added one word to the title. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> well, they had to keep that fucking punch <sighs> name in there. That Walking Dead part is what check cashes the checks. I, I guess. Uh, and then I know that they're making some, there's like a Rick Grimes spinoff movies that they're making. Uh, Confusing, but I don't okay. know if any of those have come out yet. I have no idea. I Like I say, I don't follow this series and I haven't followed it for a long time. Uh, I, I follow it from a distance, mostly just to laugh at it. Oh, uh, dude, I don't know what and, season we're on right now, but I know they have like, like, uh, somewhere along the line in this show, they seem to have stumbled acro- across, like, the remains of the government and, like, an official military. And all of the military guys oh, are wearing, great. like, fucking bleached white hockey pad uniforms. Like, I don't know why they look like... I assume it's so you can see them from through the woods and stuff. But, like, these guys are dressed like stormtroopers going to hockey practice. And it's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It looks like a fucking Starship Troopers costume. It's so yeah. bad. I I have not seen I have not seen this, and I don't really want to. Uh, all I know about the later seasons of The Walking Dead is I I know Negan joins the show. I jumped ship before Negan even showed up. Yep. Uh, but I hear people uh, like him a lot. He joins. Uh, yeah, like, I know he was a villain at, at first, and I know he killed Glenn, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, the Asian guy. Yep, and then they used and... Tuck No Jutsu on him, and he joined the team as a good guy. Yeah, yeah, I think it took a few seasons for him to join the team as the good guy. Yeah, I believe he, he was a prisoner for two of those seasons or something in between there, and they just occasionally went okay. down to visit with him, and then they brought him back out eventually to just join the, gr- the team, it. and it was forgive and forget, I guess. Yeah, I guess we're just going to move on from him literally murdering our friends with a fucking oh, yo, you know baseball what? bat. You know what? I haven't seen the show, but I bet I can tell you what happened. 
I sure, bet, on. What you I got? bet somebody from the main cast was like, we got to get Negan out of there. We, if we forgive him, it's going to be okay. And then everybody was just kind of weird about it. Like when Zuko joined up uh, with the Avatar team, but one oh, person yeah, yeah, sure. or a handful of people were probably like, yeah, forgive and forget. And like one person, pro- well, probably more than one, but one person was absolutely furious about this decision and would not let him go. And that person probably wound up on a team with him somewhere for like a fucking scavengered mission or something and he's gonna yeah, save their life probably, or give them a compelling like backstory reason for like a whole mission yeah like it's it just those two yeah yeah and it's gonna mm-hmm. be a they're gonna yep. i hate negan and i want to shoot you in the woods and if you step out of line even once i'll fucking kill you and he's just gonna be like ah, fine whatever and then the zombies or whatever the human bad guys of that season are uh, ambush them and kidnap them and then negan shows that he's a good guy all along by saving that person and or protecting them from being murdered and, and or getting shot for them, and that that person's going to realize that, wow, I guess I misjudged you for being, like, an actual murder monster, but I guess you're over that now, and they'll be friends. Again, uh, I've never yeah, seen it, right. but I bet that's what happened. Uh, if, I were to, if I were to guess, so I know that Glenn was, ha- like, I think he got married, I think. Oh, good for Glenn. Uh, to, uh, he got married to, I can't remember her name. It wouldn't help me anyway. It doesn't matter. If it wasn't Carol, I have no idea who it is. It was not Carol. It was not Carol. I know that she died eventually. Oh but no! I don't know how. Not Carol. Uh, but it wasn't Carol. It was ah oh, fuck. What was her name? I can't remember. Who cares? I, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna be honest and I'm just gonna show my cards here. Uh, Glenn got married to the hot one. There you that's, go. That's just what it. That's what it was. All right. Glenn got married Good to the Glenn. hot one. Uh, and so I'm gonna assume that it was that one who uh ended up like who is the person you're that's talking about? That's a logical assumption. Up, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then, like, eventually they, you know, were able to fix their shit or whatever, or at least come to a grudging understanding sure. with each other. Actually, there was a perfunctory like, nod of recognition at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, they don't, they don't have to like each other, but they yeah. respect each other. Right, sure, yeah, sure. something like um, that. Uh, this is not a sure good example of this, but you know how I always make these predictions about these things? And sh- I mean, this obviously already happened in the past, but I'll do it for things that don't come out yet. And I'll make these wild guesses about what I think is going to happen based on building a formula out of what I've seen on TV before. I wonder how many of these I get right. Because I never remember making them specifically. And I don't, like, listen back to the old episodes they're in. But I wonder how many times I'm actually right about these predictions. I'm curious about that, too. Somebody put that compilation together for me. I'm I'm still fucking proud of myself for uh, predicting Spider-Man No Way Home like forever ago. Like I was I I I called that shit way before it was even a possibility, and I am very very proud of myself for that. Like hell yeah, I mean, gotta, you know. Yeah, I only predict things that are based on cliches, so I wouldn't be able to do that. Uh, I mean, yeah, fair. my skills. Uh, but anyway, uh, rely much more in the uh, the tired and used up. Than, than the new. <laughs> uh, what does that say about you, Steve? Uh, that I've seen a lot of TV. <laughs> yeah. And that people that, don't right, like fine. to stretch outside of the established conventions very often. Yeah, that is that is true. But when they do, people uh, anyway, don't like it. The Walking it, so. Dead. The Walking Dead. So uh, I, I, I've made fun of The Walking Dead plenty of times, but I, I just it bears repeating every time they come up because, you know, Walking Dead keeps repeating it, so I guess I should mm. too. Uh, every fucking season of The Walking Dead every time is go to a new place get introduced to a new group of people uh one of those groups the leader of this group of people uh is 
seems okay initially, but is acting a little shifty, usually shifty in a way that only the audience can pick up on Mm -hmm. it. Then that shift, uh, you know, then several episodes go by with basically nothing happening. Lots of fetch quests, lots, lots of people complaining, lots of people arguing about stupid bullshit. Uh, Just, just do that for like at least five episodes straight. Uh, and, you know, throw in the occasional zombie to, you know, sh- you know, put a tiny little shot of adrenaline into the audience every once in a while, and that- that's pretty much it. Uh, eventually, the shady leader person reveals their cards, and the shady leader person does some bad shit. Sometimes they get a redemption arc later, like Negan does, uh, and I think they tried to almost sort of do that with the governor as well, but then it didn't work out. Uh, and then, oh yeah, and also the tiger guy, there was a guy who had a tiger, I, I didn't watch that, again, I didn't watch this far, uh, but just every season is go somewhere, meet new groups of people, and then the, anyway, I already said that, and then the shady person does a shady thing, they kill that person, or capture them, or deal with them in some way, and then they go to a new area, and they do the same thing again, Every season, over and over. Yeah, I, I like think they did this at this least down five to like times. Three points instead of ten. It was that's probably fair. It's go to a place, meet the strangely organized, huge population of local crazy people, and yep. then do it again. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you gotta include the you gotta include the shady leader who seems nice at first, but I don't even know if that's actually. a necessary thing. Like, I don't think anybody thought Negan was a nice guy when they first met him. Uh, I guess that's true, but a lot of people thought that the governor was a seemingly nice guy, and I'm pretty sure they thought that well, about that's, the... Okay, that can all the, just be encompassed the into the particular no, brand of locally organized crazy people, because being a nice yeah, guy okay. might just be his... The, maybe it's just a cult this time. Like, I'm pretty sure those those guys that, like, cut, pe- cut zombie faces off and wore them, I don't know what those guys are called. Oh, yeah, but there were those I'm pretty guys. sure nobody those thought guys, those yeah. people were right in the head. That's, yeah, all right, fine, I guess. Or, like, I think there was a batch of people that, like, talk in broken sentences, like uh, that fat guy from The Office, where why use lot word when few word do trick? I think they were those guys in there. Oh, I didn't know about them. Okay, I I don't know what they're called either, but that was their thing. They, They used little words. And oh, and I can't forget the important thing. The important thing is that with each each time they go somewhere new and they meet a new organized group of humans, uh, you got to pick up some stragglers. You got to pick up a few new faces. Yes. 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 So that they can be brutally murdered by zombies or other humans. Well, no, you got to pick up four new people so two of them can be murdered and two of them stick around because two old people die instead. Because Walking Dead is 14 seasons of a rotating cast. Yeah, I think it's nine seasons. Whatever, but a, semi, like every a semi-rotating cast, but whatever. Same. Like, this, like, five or six uh, of those people can't die, but everybody else is up for grabs. It's just, like, how long the show waits to make sure they die. And I, this doesn't really have anything to do with Walking Dead, but again, I really, really, really hate big cast shows. And this is why, because none of these people matter, and some of them will not be on screen for fucking weeks. See, I, I I like big cast shows, but I like big cast shows when like it's like a big puzzle, 
right? Like, you know, each person is like, is like their own unique piece. And I want to see how they all fit together. And it's like, ah, you know, this person does this and they have this motivation to kill this person. Uh, but it's complicated because that person is married to somebody else. And like, I just, I love complex relationship dynamics and I love like, uh, competing interests with a large, with a large cast of characters. Like I, I, I enjoy that. But when your large cast exists purely for shock value deaths whenever you feel like you know like doing it like whenever it's it feels like it's getting stale it's like oh what if we just murdered another fucking random person from the group yeah you know, here's the problem and then that's, next that's another week, problem with the big ensemble cast is that anytime a new person needs to exist they've just always been there we just never talked to them before well, that's just, like that is one like, thing like in about Lost the Walking or Dead in Walking Dead. Dead or in any number yeah. of shows where there's like a town involved or whatever. It's like every new season will just discover that some of these people have been here. All Lost is a really good example of that. Like there was the big plane crash and all those named characters were there and all these like randos all crashed here. But there's an inexhaustible supply of new faces <laughs> in Lost. That's true. Yeah. Actually, another good example of that is uh, Stranger Things. Uh, like, you know, new season comes and it's like, oh, hey, there are these new high schoolers that you've never seen before. Uh, but well, they've that's, been that's, here. that's different because that's a town and those are just people that were not involved in the story. But like in Walking Dead or in Lost, all those people are in the same situation. They were just not important until now. Yeah, OK, fair enough. Because like I distinctly remember like season two of Lost or whatever. There was like that guy that spoke fucking not that spoke, but understood. um how to use the Morse code or whatever. And we never heard from that guy until season two when they all of a sudden needed a guy who could speak Morse code. And it's like, well, what the fuck was this guy doing until now? Is he just sitting in the corner eating breakfast cereal or what? Yeah, he, he's just he's just been around. He's building fires. Yeah, because like, you know, you know pick, they, they, they focused on like the weird actor girl or weird Charlie guy or the bald guy that went off into the woods and got his legs back or like the, the two that didn't speak English oh, yeah. or the guy who was from whatever country i don't want to sound racist because i don't know what middle eastern country he was from at the time but it was 2000 and something I, I so i'm gonna assume yeah one of the korea? stands but I'm gonna, oh okay maybe i i don't know korea's not um, in the middle east but no i i i know what you mean and yeah that actually that does piss me off too where it's like oh no this one person he's been around the whole time we just never talked to him and it's like okay but like and hurley i forgot about hurley too many the fat guy Oh yeah, Hurley. I ha I didn't make it all the way through Lost because times. it's like infinitely long, and I already know that the ending is not worth getting to, so I stopped watching. But I I think I made it about halfway through season three of Lost. Well, I didn't I even make like, it to season what? three. I'm bored. Like I just don't care, uh, and so I stopped. I got to the point where they back. got off the island, back. and then they went back to the island, and I stopped watching after that. Yeah. Uh -huh. But the point is, Ooh, big gosh, ensemble cast with stuff. infinite characters that we don't all. If you're going to do a bit, bunch of characters, you got to make all of them matter, I guess, is what I'm saying. But I don't like when they do that either. <laughs> I like my tight casts. Uh, the <laughs> only time, the only time I like when there to be a bunch of characters is when throughout the episodes, our heroes or group of heroes will meet a bunch of people in episodes. And then in like one episode, all the people they met come back at one time to do the thing. The big team up at the end. Love that shit. I love when the okay, yeah, when the hero I, I gathers all good, the people whose lives yeah. they influenced for one big thing at the end, yeah, and all those people come together for the shit. finale. That's yeah. good. I don't give a shit about trope, sixty too. people yeah. mm -hmm. all living their lives together. I care about a group of four people influencing the lives of a bunch of people. Okay, I see that. All right, fair, fair. 
Uh, but anyway, Walking Dead is getting three new spinoffs. Oh, yeah. And uh, just fucking stop. Just please, please let this stupid series oh, die. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. Like, Suck and I, stop this oh shit for my, real. Oh, my God. Like, does anybody still watch The Walking Dead religiously? My like, mom does. Maybe I'm... Maybe... Really, she yeah. does. Oh, yeah. Like, that's just... Why? What is with these people? Like, I don't understand. Uh. It's the same thing over and over again. Like, it's not even... Oh, my... Okay, whatever. I'll just have to just accept that some people are like that, and that's fine. I mean, hell, I'm still watching Marvel stuff, even though I'm getting kind of sick of it. There you uh, go, some self-reflection. Yeah, yeah. I I can do it sometimes. You know, I'm not that bad at self-reflection i don't think mm-hmm. that's for your therapist anyway yeah just just fuck these stupid spinoffs fuck them in the asshole i'm just i'm so tired i mean i'm not i'm not gonna watch it but it's just just why just why just please stop i'm more interested die. in what the actual subject matter will be like is this going to be a fear the walking dead situation where it's just the same thing but running parallel to the other show but like in a totally different yeah, place with a new cast of characters that you can just kill off randomly <laughs> i mean <laughs> like i guess this could be, be like a separate camp or something of different people in the sort of same area and then occasionally you can like a fucking uh star trek next generation slash uh, sg9 thing where they kind of overlap a little every every like 60 episodes they overlap a bit but like what is the point of that what is the point of any of this i wish i could tell you steve i really do uh but anyway uh, we're now going to move on to uh our the magic hour let's do that yes so what i had written down from last time is that Mirari is a magic wishing stone deus ex machina. So I know it, I remember that it wasn't actually a wishing stone, but it's like a, it's a magical doodad, like rock, I think, uh, that can like superpower your magic and do all kinds of fun things depending on whatever the plot needs to happen. Uh, And oh, and you can like, people can be imbued with the power if I remember right. Uh, like they can like possess it or something like that. Yeah, right? that all sounds close. Right. All right, sweet. The year four thousand three hundred and six AR. Uh, thousands of Dominarians immigrate to Oteria. Jessica becomes phage and kills Nivia. Ixador creates Acroma. Kamal and Phage lead a war against Ixador and Acroma. Phage creates the Deathworms and constructs the Grand Coliseum. Ixador is devoured by a deathworm. Kamal goes into exile in Croza. Zagorka discovers the city of Averu. Kebru is, re- is reborn out of the union between Phage and the Cabal Patriarch. Braids kills the Cabal Patriarch and assumes control of the Cabal. Lawalin is reincarnated in the form of Ixador after he leaves the deathworm. Akroma and Phage finish their war in Averu. Many thousands of soldiers join each side. Kamal says Phage, Akroma, and Zagorka. Sorry. Kamal slays those people. Uh, Corona is born. Corona leaves Dominaria, leaving it without mana. After a meeting with Karn, Corona returns to Dominaria, where she destroys Afeto and the Grand Coliseum, kills Lorwin, L- Lanowen, and Kruber, uh, and trashes Averu. It's an interesting word. Uh, Sash and Waistcoat kill Corona. Uh, Jessica ascends. Karn takes her to Argentum. Karn turns the Mirari into Mekane. Excuse me, Memnarch. Yikes. Jessica ascends. Karn takes her to Argentum. Karn turns the Mirari into Memnarch. 
Phyrexian oil pollutes Argentum. Jesus fucking Christ. All right, so I just... Uh, I have a clarification. I, I feel like this shouldn't count as my question, but... So the person created a, a, a created death worms and a coliseum. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of this person. Mm-hmm. But somebody phage. created death worms. Phage? Mm-hmm. Okay. And was that same person the one who was later eaten by a death worm? No. Oh, okay. All right. That would have been way more funny. Ah, damn. All right. Well, that was just a clarification. That doesn't count as my que- as okay. question. Okay. There was a lot of proper uh, nouns in this one, as there are. There was a lot of a lot proper of nouns. Like, so, uh, I I don't even know where to begin, honestly. So, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't want to make you say the whole thing again. I just gotta see. Uh, uh, so the death weren't no. You know what? Fuck it, man. <laughs> Fuck it. How big are the death worms? Uh, <laughs> large. I like, like, are they like dune large? Like, are they like, like large enough that they could easily eat a small house? Or are uh, they large enough? In between that and uh, okay, like smaller than that. But you could definitely swallow a dude hole. Swallow a dude hole. Could they eat a car? Yes. Okay. Could they eat a? Um, I'm trying to get like a good, okay, eat a car. That's, that's pretty good. That's, that's a nice size. I'm trying to think of something bigger than a car that would, not a plane. Two cars. Fine. Could they eat two cars stacked on top of each other? I don't know. Probably not. All right. Well, uh. That's a shame. That was not the question I was hoping you were going to (laughs) ask. I didn't know what to ask, man. There was, there was too much. I was overwhelmed. I remember death worms, and I remember some dude who was named after, like, a scarf or something. Oh, waistcoat? Uh, waistcoat? Mm. Is that a person? Yes. Like, I, was ho- I-, I was actually hoping you were going to ask about the Phyrexian oil polluting Argentum, or the fact that Karn turned the Marari into a guy. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't do that. That had been cool. Uh, oh, well. It didn't engage me. I just wanted to know the size of the death worms. So. Okay. I, I, reg- I regret nothing. Okay. Uh, all right, so, Steve, is it, if it's okay with you... I would like to end the episode here. I know we usually do humble opinions, but I'm really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fine, I guess. I was I'll, just going to talk about The Last of Us. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd rather... I'll watch at least the first episode so we can talk about it together. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll save that for next time. Uh, so, those were the complaints this week. If you can't complain, share it with your friends. Bye!